lineup like Saturday night maybe. I don't remember, and I I didn't know he was out. And then like wasn't I didn't pay attention throughout the day, and then he was like out for the game, and I was like, what the fuck? I uh, I saw it real quick and just put Tyree Kill in real, and he had a big game, and it just wasn't enough because. Fucking Tom Brady did his thing where he's like, you're a white guy, I'll throw to you today. Chris Hogan went off for that was a, good game. a billion points. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. Here we are, folks. We're back in action. We're back in action after three motherfucking weeks. Of t- just pure uh, torture, If I had, hell. If I had hair, I would pull it out. Unfortunately for the both of us, we don't. Between the two of us combined, we have about we have a, crew a cut. third of a hair. We have a crew <laughs> yeah. Cut. Yeah, we have a hind type between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all we have. Uh, I hope this sound quality sounds better. I hope the quality of the sound is better because we, we think it does. We have purchased us one of them fancy mixing boards. We got new microphones. We got new microphones. Thanks to Papa Martin. Papa Martin hooked us up with some good microphones. Yep, we uh, uh, eternally grateful for that one. For certain. And we're, we're just sounding professional. I, I, we're I, turning a corner here. We're turning, yeah. <laughs> we are. We're turning over leaves. We're turning <laughs> corners. We're doing it all. <laughs> we're turning all kinds of shit. So it's been three weeks. Two of those weeks, actually, two of those weeks I suffered alone. Yeah. Trying to get episodes me. out. I had my brother on to plug his, uh, to plug his uh, blog. That episode got lost. Heartbreaker. I had my cousin on to plug his business, Licking Valley Laser Works. If you want to go on there and check him out, it's on there on Facebook. Facebook.com. Does amazing work. Does amazing works. Got us a new logo. Some sweet ass coasters. Some sweet ass sandstone coasters. And we gave him an idea for a t shirt that he's going to try and pump out. Uh, and I think it's just going to be me wearing it because I want to fucking wear so it. So we're going to have merchandise. And by merchandise, we mean you and me are going to have a t shirt. We're going to have shit to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing it. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm That's good order, enough for me. I'm going to order two. One for like going out, and one that I'm just gonna wear to work like three times a week. I like that. Just the same one, not yeah. even wash it, just no. wear it. Yeah, I, I like d- that. I'll still be cleaner than half the people I work with. So I'm certain of it. Yeah. Uh. Then week then three, I came week, home week finally. Week three, yeah. Week three, Nate finally comes home. We've recorded what two? It was, it was like two almost hours. a solid two hours. Lost I'll go it. ahead. I'll round up. Yeah, lost it. It, was, it, it hurt almost as bad as the Florida loss this past weekend. Mm-hmm, we'll get to that. Uh, found out that all of our hurt, pain, loss of content was due to we just had an old shit com- computer. We just had an old computer trying yep. to run an operating system it wasn't made for. And so we've got um, just if, better if, equipment. If, yeah, if you're Nate's work, we don't have his work computer. <laughs> We aren't using it's actually mine. I mean, oh, work didn't sure. buy it for oh, me. So. Okay, yeah. So we are using Nate's work computer. Uh, we have a, a a GMPC computer coming in the mail soon. Yeah, we do. Which I need to ask you something about that. We'll just do it on air. Fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, actually, I'll just ask you right now. Was, I was gonna say, what are we waiting on? Let's if you just... order, so I got an e- I got a e- or a text message by the way. I don't know. Oh, I gave him my number. That's why. I gotta quit giving people my phone, phone number. Depends the situation, but yeah. well, you're right. FedEx texted me today. Okay. Uh, and they didn't ask for nudes. That was kind of <laughs> that, that's kind of disappointing, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I was a little let down there. Did you just send them a dick pic back automatically? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best response. <laughs> just send them a dick pic. Like, what up, bro? They'd be like, we shipped. <laughs> but uh, 
they sent me a text that was like the whatever the package that uh, I'm receiving needs a signature. And if they come during business hours, I'm just not going to be there. What's the, what happens after they take? So like they try, usually try twice to bring it to your house. Uh, generally speaking, they'll do like if they brought it on the morning, the first day, they'll try to come like later in the afternoon on the second day. It's right, like, be and then, it, but if you don't pick it up in the two attempts, they generally take it to the post office and they'll leave you a sticker on your door that says, Hey, take this to the post office and you can get it. Okay. So, so I feel, I feel better. Yeah. But I, see, but see, I don't know with the signature, I guess it would be the same thing with the signature because we're taking it to the post office. So the post office signs for it. I guess that's probably how that works. I just didn't want them to be like, well, he's not going to get it. So fuck him. No, no, they won't send it back or anything. All right. Cause I was not a cheap. Yeah. Piece of equipment. Yeah. I want it. Uh, it's my laptop and I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still run those. Fuck yes, they, they run, run them all the time, dude. They're terrible. Jay, dude, is you ever think that JG Wentworth is like he's? It's like, uh, um, oh god, what's the hammer? Name? No, 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 no. Uh, the fuck's the Playboy guy? Hugh Hefner. Oh, Hugh he's Hefner. Like moonlighting as a as a early cash. <laughs> He probably you, is. You think so? He took he, on that like pseudo is. name or something, yeah. like a pen name or something. I would not just, be surprised he, by he's that. He's just moonlighting as a get your cash before your check, and then that sounds it. like exactly what he's probably doing. I mean, they don't have nudes in the magazine anymore. He's got to supplement those funds. <laughs> I got to do something. Yeah, no one's no one subscribed to Playboy for the articles. No, 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 no people no. subscribe to Golf Digest for the articles. That's right, and even then, I mean, mostly it was just to stare at Tiger Woods. Unless it no, unless it was <laughs> unless it was Natalie Golbus in her prime. Fair enough. She's cute. Yep. Or Paula Creamer, great name. Agree with that also. Also a cute golfer. Creamer. She's a cute golfer. I would concur with that. Golf clothes is golf clothes for women. Not trying to sound misogynistic, just admiring. Fantastic. They, they are phenomenal. I would say the same for tennis. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the tennis outfits are like borderline strip club material, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's like the like the, the like the clothes designers got together and they were just like, uh, we're gonna fuck with people's games because they're gonna have to play with boners. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never tried to hit out of the sand trap with a boner, but I can tell it's, I, I can just, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Very least yeah. uncomfortable. I've tried to lay on my stomach with a boner. I imagine trying to <laughs> hit a little white ball out of some sand would be a little, a little difficult. It may be for some people. I know for me, it wouldn't even get in the way. So I mean, right. I don't no, even I, know. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about blood flow issues. You know? so, I mean, I got what you're saying. It's going to be hot outside. You don't want to pass out. Yeah. Oh, that'd and be then, bad. Well, How bad would that be? Somebody picks you up out of the sand because you <laughs> passed out because you had a boner. Like, what happened to this guy? He had a boner. <laughs> passed out on number four. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, so while we were gone, um, forcefully gone, I might add. I didn't choose to be gone. I was going to try and keep it going. Neither did I. My friend, cohort, Nate, was answering the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I've been trying for three <laughs> fucking weeks to make that joke. Here it is. And here, here it is. is. Making it again. Still there. Uh, he's not referring to me taking the shit. Uh, I had to go serve the great nation. Go down to Texas. Which nation? The first, uh, the one under God. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. Yep, so <sighs> spent some time down in Texas cleaning up that mess down there you know that was pretty fun and then got home for a couple of days and then got sent down to Florida 
You got you got home same. for what? Literally a day. I think it was two days. Two, two days. whole days. Yeah. Two whole days. Yep. And then got sent to shithole Florida. Yeah, and then I got a phone call. Hey, I was actually at a wedding. Me and Hannah were at one of our friends' weddings. Uh, I was. It was about four o'clock, and the wedding was at like six, I think. So it's a late wedding. It was. It may have been five thirty, but I mean, the roundabouts that time frame. Still kind of a late but wedding. But it was. The time that I got the phone call to tell me I needed to pack my shit because I was leaving at 7 the next morning, I was up about halfway through a bottle of bourbon and <laughs> just getting ready for the wedding to start. So that was kind of shitty. But yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so then I went down to Florida. They actually freaking flew us into the hurricane down in Florida. Face first? So, oh, yeah, face first, just straight into the shit. So we landed down there in the middle of a hurricane, and then – the next day, it was done with. It was over. So, yeah, you know, blows. Irma ended up being a total biggity bitch. Minus uh, Miami and, and Naples. They and, got hit kind of hard. But, and then, like, the entire Caribbean. Well, that was the next hurricane. That was... Oh, Irma did some damage. Well, she did She did do some damage, and then Maria came through and just Maria finished her off. So a whore down there. Yeah, she was a raging bitch. So, Those people, <clears throat> man. They're U.S. citizens down there. Yeah, I forgot to tell you, man. I, so, uh, you know, I told you when we tried to do the show the first time, we, we had people down in Puerto Rico or down in uh, St. Croix, um, a couple aircraft providing support. And then um, they, they sold one after Irma. They were just down there helping out. But, you know, it wasn't super busy, kind of like Ford. I mean, yeah. they had some stuff to do, but not super busy. Well, for Maria, because it was going to be so bad, they, they sent them um, up to Puerto Rico to hang her the aircraft and like ride the storm out so <clears throat> after the storm you know they lost all their power and communications and all that so nobody had heard from them well they finally were able to use uh sat phones to call their their loved ones so everybody kind of oh, nice. at least to just say hey we're okay but yeah, yeah, when cool. they finally got some cell service back this weekend and uh I, I, so my fantasy football league is with a bunch of guys that i'm in a guard with and a few of them are down there in puerto rico <laughs> So one of them is he's hilarious, man. He's I love him to death. His, his name's Wally, and uh, he's always making these videos, like acting like he's Steve Irwin. So he's like, "Oh crikey, mate!" And they're like, "So it's funny." Well, he did a video like that out in the fucking hurricane, out in Maria. I That's mean, like awesome. shit was like blowing past them. I mean, they were like leaning into the wind, and he's doing this, "Crikey, mate! This the wind's blowing so hard here." And it was amazing, dude. So I'll show you when we get off here. Yeah, but, I need uh, to see that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So those guys are safe though. That's the good news. But who's who? There's no telling how long they're going to be down there now. I mean, yeah, that cleanup's just, going to take a minute. Yeah, it's it's going to. They just need to start over. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I mean, like they. Uh, what is it like? Miami's got a lot of uh, quote hurricane proof. Yeah, structures. structures. But I mean, like, it's like what like Ron White said, like. You swing a car into a building, you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's weird too, cause so like the the Virgin, the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, and even like the British Virgin Islands got hit harder during Irma. But you know, aside from like the airport and some of the, like there's the Cruzan Rum Distillery down there, and a couple of big structures on Saint Croix, and then like where the cruise ships come into, outside of those small areas, it's third world country i mean yeah, it's, it's yeah, shanty yeah. town it's pretty, pretty so shitty down there, isn't it? it doesn't take a whole lot to wipe that out so you know i'm kind of curious to see what 
like San Juan looks like in Puerto Rico. Because San Juan's pretty big, and there's a lot of kind of like Miami. I mean, there's just a lot of it's concrete structure. Like a so, lot of high rises. Yeah, so I, I really want to see some pictures and just see if it got like you said. You know, yeah, it's a concrete building, but if you throw a car into it or yeah. a semi truck, yeah. it's still gonna probably crumble. So or a shrimp boat. <laughs> <laughs> or a shrimp boat. Ice cream. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Oh, uh, speaking of shrimp, shrimp boats. Actually, this is a really long <laughs> mental train I just went on. Uh, Does so, it have anything to do with shrimp boats? No. Well, no, no. I mean, eventually. Uh, <laughs> the funniest fucking GIF of all time came out. Uh, so, like the movie, you know, the the reboot of, or reboot or remake of it. Remake. Oh yeah, the remake. Yeah. Remake of it came out. And somebody cut it together with that scene where Forrest is on the shrimp boat and he sees Lieutenant Dan and he like waves at him. And then it cuts to the clown from It holding like an arm that he's like chewing on and he waves it back. (laughs) I hadn't seen that. Oh, it's fucking great. Oh, it's funny, man. Uh, I saw somebody, they made a, uh, Lego made like a Lego version of It. Did you see that? Really? It was kind of weird, but... Not really scary, creepy because it's Lego characters, but yeah. at the same time, it was like, eh, this is yeah. weird. Like, why, why are we doing this? Lego, one thing Lego does that I appreciate is they, uh, like, they reach to their target audience, which is kids, but then you can also find shit for, like, you and I. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah. Like, uh, like when I was, I was telling you down in Disney World, I saw that Lego Death Star. Yeah. It was $900. Yeah, they have a lot of those kind of things, but they're yeah. just expensive as hell, like you just said. But. Yeah. So I can see a Lego it. Yeah, I mean, it was like, a, I didn't watch the whole thing, and I didn't look to see how long the video was. I'm guessing it was probably like a five-minute video, but it wasn't like a, you know, a 30-minute production or anything, but... Actually, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix about, uh, like, it's called, like, Legoland or something like that, and uh, actually, there's a couple of them, but I watched one with Hayden one day, but it was basically, like, they follow these different groups of people around that do Legos, and one of them was, like, these guys that do, like, those Lego films, and it was showing how they do that shit, those guys put so much work into that, man. Because I mean, stop they, motion. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's that. just like, dude. That, ugh. You gotta take like. I can't remember. I, I watched something about uh, like Night, Nightmare Before Christmas because that's stop motion. Yeah. It takes like so many snapshots to get you get like a second of film. Yeah, film. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's I, I, I would never have the like the. I don't even know what you the discipline or discipline the to, patience to, the patience yeah to just sit and do that like literally I could probably take like five pictures and I'd be like all right fuck it bowling uh, ball yeah. meteor into the movie it's <laughs> over <laughs> movie's over everyone's dead. <laughs> everyone's dead it's over uh, like uh, what was it the the pilot for South Park the or no yeah the the uh, like the original pilot yeah like the one that got passed around on VHS uh huh that that was done with stop motion cutouts. And then people always like to say that like the first episode was done with stop motion, and it wasn't. As soon as they got a deal with, they stopped doing it. They switched over to uh, yeah, smart computer animated smart movie. Smart as hell. Of course, they need it now. They pump episodes out in yeah, six days, no doubt. So, but stop motion, uh, we'll just vote on it right now. Worst, uh, worst way to make a movie. Yep, I, I concur. Right. Seconded, motion passes. Motion passes. It is the worst. Worst way to make a movie. Uh. Next subject. Next subject. Mother Nature <laughs> needs to calm the fuck down. No doubt, dude. Like, so, supposedly, I don't know if you'd heard this, I'm sure you did, but, like, Saturday was supposed to be the end of the world. Yeah. And, I mean, there was a part of me that was, like, you know, like I, I wasn't, I was, like, 
this is not going to happen, I'm sure of it, but we've had four hurricanes, an earthquake in Mexico, fucking, our pets' heads are falling off. Our bird's heads are falling off. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is the end of the world. <laughs> Who knows? I love the uh, end of the world, guys, because they're always wrong. They're always wrong, and I, like I saw the first thing when I got to work, uh, it was this morning, not yesterday morning, but this morning, it said like, uh, the end of the world didn't happen, but numberologist I didn't even know that was a thing. Me either. Numberologists say that it's just, it just got postponed. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no shit. So, so yeah. it didn't happen, so, oh, it's just, it got postponed. Yeah, it's so the rapture got postponed. <laughs> it's like, what? It what are like, we talking <laughs> about here? Jesus, Jesus went on strike and we. <laughs> he woke up. One, he woke up on the twenty third and was just like, "Cool, it is. Yeah. Not today, guys. Yeah. Not today. Not feeling it." Yeah, I bet Saint Peter was pretty stoked though. He's like, "What was it? I was like, you listen to Pat McAfee when they yeah. talked about the uh, when they were when they had Harry Carey call in and he yeah. said shit about Steve Jobs <laughs> making it better up there. Like, yeah, we, got we don't even we don't scanner. even need Saint Peter anymore. <laughs> we got a retinal scanner at the Gates. <laughs> Just to let you know when you skin your eyeball. <laughs> nope, didn't make it. Going to hell, kid. That's the fucking best. <laughs> that was. That was pretty good. Eric Harry here. You know, all right. So, like, they have a... They do it. Not so much, but Bob and Tom and them do it. They do it on the, on the reg, yeah. He now, calls in. What I want to know is, with that, with the whole character call-in thing, do they give, like, do they give them their questions in advance to come up with something funny? I think they do. But uh, although having said that, like if you if you listen, I don't listen to Bob and Tom anymore. But I used to be a pretty avid listener. Yeah. Like they, a lot of times when they called in, they were calling in and bringing up whatever the last topic was on there. So it's not like they had a lot of time to just sit and. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, those guys are all not always, but uh, yeah, those guys and guys and girls that what are they called? They're called the Frigamall players. They're yeah. all. I guess they're all uh, improv. Improv people. people. I would so imagine they are coming stuff off the dome is probably easy for them. Yeah, I'd say. It. Yeah. The dude that calls in is uh, Bill Clinton on that show is the fucking best. He is. He's freaking awesome. That shit is fun. He doesn't even have to say it. Like, one time, I swear to God, they said something that was like kind of could be taken as an innuendo. Yeah. And he called in and just laughed and then hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how amazing is that? How, how easy is your job? It's... It was the fucking best. <laughs> and they, they, were, they were dying for it. Uh, yeah, so we got hurricanes, earthquakes, fires. Fires. I forgot about the fire. Um... I don't that's, even know what's happening on the other half. That's of earth, wind, and water. What earth, fire? We had earth, wind, I mean, and Captain fire. Planet is fucking us up right now. <laughs> I mean, where's the heart? Yeah, where's the heart at? Somebody bring some heart into this mess. God, is it bad that I know all those in order? No, all it's right, not. I, I, mean, I, I do too. Do I might do it later. I I, I'm not even apologizing for it. I might do it later. Uh, Can we get rings? Oh, <laughs> hey. Get some. Uh, Cheap ass like stones. Yeah, I think. Well, why would we get cheap ass stones? Why would we not just get the real thing? We're broke as fuck. Fair enough. Touche. Yeah. Uh. And then and then it's late September and it was ninety fucking degrees today. Dude, this so this weekend was Hayden's birthday, right? And yeah. he's big into like camping, survival type stuff. And Hannah's what a nerd. Yeah. What a what a loser. <laughs> And Hannah's family always does a camping trip around now. They go out on their farm and stuff. So we just combine them. That's what he want. That's what he wanted for his birthday. Good so for him. that's actually kind of cool. We kind of came up with this was Hannah's idea. We both kind of worked on it. She did the majority of the work, but 
the thinking work. Yeah. But he want so we made like a survival scavenger hunt for him. Ah. So like they had to like go to a thing and he'd get a gift and then he had to use that gift to like build a fire and then they get another gift there and he'd have to go somewhere else and build a shelter and like so whatever. So it was pretty cool. But that day. It was literally like 93 degrees outside, and I walked nine miles doing that scavenger hunt thing with them. Damn. And it was 90-something degrees. It was miserable Saturday. Like did just get, scorching hot. Did you get chapped? Uh, no, I didn't get chapped, but that's when I got chiggers on my feet, and I didn't wear a hat all day, mm. so my head got toasty. Head got toasty. I'm toasty. still... I'm 28. I've been bald. Not bald, but balding yeah. for a good five years. Yeah. Uh, I'm still shocked when my head burns. I'm so bad at it, dude. Yeah. And you would think, I'm like you, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit older, but I think we've been losing our hair about the same amount of time. Yeah. And like, for so long, I tried to keep some hair, so I just didn't even think about it. But then like, when I actually, like, it's almost been right out of year that I've been like shaving it, shaving it clean. Yeah. And I still... Like, I'll go out and do something and just don't even think about it. Like, the beach is the worst. Because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm in the water, whatever. I don't need to cover my head up. And then I go in that day and my head is, like, just demolished. Yeah, the level of shock on my face when I wake up the next morning and I'm just like, ah, it's yeah. is bizarre. You'd think I would learn from it, but I don't. Um, speaking of beaches, remember when I got cooked Yeah. down in Florida? Yes. I, I you got, got – I've never seen somebody – I got – I got pan fried. You you literally got thrown in a skillet, tossed around, sautéed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it wasn't for lack. Like everybody's always like, "Well, you should have gotten sunscreen." Dude, you I had sunscreen. And in in your defense, in defense of your body burning, we were out there playing cube for like fourteen hours. That's true. We I mean, from from like ten in the morning until dark. And basically. I tr- I tried to get sunscreen. No, dude, you had sunscreen like caked on. No, 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 I tried to get it. We didn't have any that day. Did you not oh, I thought we had I guess that was the day before. Yeah, the day before we we did cake on it. And I was uh, good. Uh Yeah. That day, the day I got cooked, I kept people kept going I'm going back up to the condo. I'm like, "Get the sunscreen." <laughs> Please, for and the love of come God. back without it. So then the next person went and I was like, "Get the sunscreen." And they were like, "Oh, I forgot." So oh, my I was, bed. And then somebody was like, "I'm going to the condo." I was like, "Fuck it." I'll go get it. Yeah, I'm getting the sunscreen. I went up there and got it. It was the spray on one, and like it was too late. And I just hit the and nothing. No, not even an aerosol oh. came out. <laughs> nothing. Nothing came out. And so then I was just, like, yeah, I was just like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, that was, was a like, bad oh, one. Just go die on the beach. Fuck it. I think the worst my head got burnt was last spring at Kingland when we all went out there. Because we were out yeah, there all day yeah. playing Coob. Again, Coob. Yeah. And I totally gotta, forgot that my head burns. <laughs> we need to start playing that indoors. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We need to set up a tent or something. Yeah. Just set up like two awnings. You know what I mean? Like on the ends, they cover, just cover the blocks on the end. That'd be hilarious. It would work for Cornhole too. Just it would totally up, work. Just get two. Uh, we, could, we could go down to something in Cynthia and steal those wear funeral tents. Those are huge. Yeah. And we'll just, I mean... Like they're gonna, they're gonna get. They're not. They're gonna, not gonna know. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just scratch it off or paint over it. Make Which, it like, uh, like, like beware, if you <laughs> Beware. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see that like written in there with like sharpie. You know what I mean? Like just something off a movie. Beware. And they're like, I think those are ours. Like, yeah, no, no, no it's, we got these from Beware. We're telling you, know. you to stay away. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of shit going on at funeral homes. You don't want to be near it. There's a lot of necrophilia in our local funeral homes. You guys should be aware. You're be, probably, beware. 
I would just point out people like these people here fuck dead bodies. <laughs> so I'm, we're just saying. Yeah. Read the tent. <laughs> Read the sign. Read the tent. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Uh, I think we've come to. I think we've covered the last three weeks pretty good. Yeah, I think we've pretty well. I mean, one I, thing I wanted to talk about so bad that I didn't get a chance to was over in London. There was this thing that they dubbed a fat bird. All right. It was this like 120 yard long, just blob of fat. Where did it come from? I don't know. I didn't read the whole article. I read what I needed to read. How did you not read the article? How did you not cover follow read, that up? I read what I needed to read. Clogging up the sewer systems. Ugh. Yeah. That's gross. But they called it the fat bird. How awesome is that? That's kind of awesome until you realize what it is. And then I read a little bit. They said like, uh, uh, like, uh, like I guess like sewer engineers or whatever, sewer workers and shit like that were having to chip away at it. Oh my! Like they were coal miners, except it was a big blob of fat. <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like I, I, you can imagine, you're in a sewer first place, so it smells not great. No, it's terrible. And you're chipping away at a big giant blob of fat. Dude, that's like that. Can you just imagine what those guys look like when they're doing that? I mean, you just pure hate their lives. What kind like, of like? I wonder if there's like an equivalent to black lung that comes out of that. Like you get extra fatty tissue. Fat lung, like <laughs> you cut like he's a perfectly trim like hundred and you know or a perfectly trim like one hundred seventy pound man healthy, but when he comes out, he's like. <laughs> Like, he's got a fat lung. <laughs> he's got a fat lung. I was going to say, like, some guy goes in just, like, jacked. You know, like, John Cena wrestler Jack yeah. comes out, weighs, like, 325 <laughs> pounds. He's just fat. <laughs> Can't fit through the storm drain <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. That story's probably dumb now. It would be so dope. I might go follow back up. Like, we need to look that back up. It would be so dope see. if they, like, started using dynamite. Like, I, they have to use something. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to chip away at it. God, that would take thousands of years. 120 yards long. That's so... I would like to know what the weight of that is. It can't be good. Oh, it's terrible. Fat is like, what, like... Fat. One pound? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> One pound per pound? I think, I, think a, I think a ton of fat weighs about the same as a ton of feathers. I think it's close. Yeah. I, this, I know it's close. It's right it's in there. Close. Right in the same area. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say this. So when you first told me that you and Daniel lost your first episode, I was like, man, that sucks. Thanks so much for trying, whatever. Then you all tried again the same day, lost another one. And again, I was like, God, that totally blows. But I was down there doing this shit in Texas. So then the next week, you and DA try to do one. And you're like, oh, man, DA's natural. We got this. Lost that one. And I was like, God, that really sucks. I was feeling bad for you. But again, I was busy doing stuff. I didn't fully grasp the awfulness of that situation <laughs> until last week when we recorded two fucking hours. Yeah. And then you sent me a text message that just said, fuck! <laughs> and I didn't even have to ask you what happened. I knew immediately. And my heart just sank. So I do want to say from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you for trying for three weeks to get a freaking episode out while, we, while I was gone across the country. I truly appreciate it, and I hate that you had to experience what I experienced four times. So, it was hell on earth. <laughs> I, I, it, it had to have been. It's not good. I will say it brings me back to 
the point that I made earlier. It almost sucks as bad as how I felt Saturday. I don't want to talk about it long because my heart still hurts, but we have to at least – we are a sports show in a way. We have in to discuss way, yeah. the loss to Ford on Saturday. <clears throat> I want to get – so were you able to watch the whole game? Yeah. Just walk me through by quarter what your what your emotions were, and I want to do the same for you. Well, let's see. I actually tuned in uh, like right before halftime, I think. Okay. That's about when I did too. Yeah, so I missed the first quarter. When I came in uh, – I was like, okay, we've got the, you know, we've got a lead. Let's let's hang on here. And then it got it got tied. Yep. And so I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, the games are back and forth. This is college football. Yeah, you can good never game. Score enough. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you can never score enough. Uh, <clears throat> and then we we went up, and then we started getting takeaways. Yep. But we weren't capitalizing on them. Nope. And I was like, this is not what I want to do. But we still have a lead. The defense is standing up. You know, we're doing good here. And then they changed quarterbacks. Yep. And then I had some hope, but it was fading. As yeah. soon as they changed quarterbacks, especially after I saw uh, Matt Jones from KSR tweet what I was feeling, and he said uh, he said on Twitter, he said, uh, backup quarterbacks are our kryptonite. It's the truth. And, and, yeah. and as soon as I read that, I was like, he is fucking right. This is yep. going to suck. Yep. And so then – as soon as we, when they scored that touchdown off that unco- the first touchdown off the yeah. uncovered receiver, that was when I sank. When you lost it, I sank hard. I sank so fucking hard, and then it happened again. I sank further. Yep. And then we drove when we on the last drive we drove. I thought we managed the clock great when we were driving. Yeah. And then. <clears throat> the holding penalty. Yep. Which I know the guy feels bad. I know he was in tears and stuff like that, but it should have never come to him doing the holding it penalty. It shouldn't have been. And anybody that wants to try to blame it on that call, it's, it on they him. didn't they didn't watch the game. That was just no. I'm not blaming it on him and I won't blame Austin McGinnis because that was out of his range. He's never kicked one there. And it was right down the pipe. Yeah. He it kicked, was just two yards short. I mean he kicked a good ball. He just he didn't have enough leg. Yeah, I agree. And when it was over, I felt I felt bad for the offense uh, because I know they they kind of stalled out a little bit. Yep. But they were they were pretty consistent throughout. And then I I just I don't know. I, I want to know why I want to know why Mark Stoops was such a good defensive coach in Florida and that State. happened twice. And that happens twice. Well, so at any point during this game, did you have Anger was anger and emotion that you had. Oh yeah, yeah, I was pissed. Like after the game was over, you were pissed. Yeah, I, I thank God, mom. I, I was watching it down at mom's because it was her birthday. Yeah, the end of the world was supposed to be on my mom's birthday, by the way. Well, good thing it, it knew better. That's yeah, why it, it didn't better. end. It knew it better. Knew better. Uh, she was in bed and I was watching it with my little brother, and and it was over. When it was over, I just stood up and said, "I'll see you guys later." Yeah, and I just walked out. See, that's that's basically how I was. So if we go through. I tuned in a little bit before you did because when I got in, the game was 7-7. So, it was like halfway through the first quarter, I think. Yeah. And uh, so, we were out there on a camping trip, but her grandmother lives right down the road. So, I had been watching on my phone, and then I go to catch up. You know, well, when I get to the house, we start watching. So, I'm like you, man. The the offense looked good. We looked good. And Steven Johnson, for the entirety of the game, looked phenomenal. 
He yeah. completed like 75% of his passes for 200-something yards and three touchdowns. Like, the kid played phenomenal. We get – when the first moment when I – so we were going – like you said, we were going back and forth. I'm like, hey, it's Florida, Kentucky. We haven't beaten them in 30 years. Like, it's going to be a close game. And we're not just going to – Yeah, I mean, it. You're we're not going to beat Florida by – I don't care if, if Florida was – you know, bad for 10 straight years, and we were Alabama-esque for 10 straight years, we would never beat Florida by 30. Like, it's no. just not – it's not in the books for us. No. Never happened. But right before halftime, we got an interception and then should have scored. They held us to a field goal, and we missed a 48-yard field goal. That's so, we went into the halftime tied 14-14. And I, I started to get a feeling then, like, man – we shouldn't have ever had to kick a field goal, but we did, and it was inside of 50, and McGinnis missed it. That was the first field goal he's missed in, like, I don't even remember how many attempts. Like, it's been an insane amount, number of attempts. Like, he's he's a great character, and I'm not blaming that kid at all. I mean oh, – I actually hate Austin McGinnis. I think he's phenomenal. But so, so then the third quarter comes around. First drive, again, offense looked great. We ran, we ran a lot of clock off, went down and scored – Get, so we get into the fourth quarter, and our offense was stagnant a couple drives in the third quarter. But get to the fourth quarter, we'd had a couple turnovers, like you said. We couldn't capitalize on them, but we were still up 13 points. And I'm like, okay. And then that first play happens you're talking about. And I was – that was the only time – well, not the only time. There was twice that I was angry. But I was angry at that play because, like you said and, – and here's what pissed me off about both of them. Not only was the guy completely uncovered – Nobody noticed. It was out of a timeout. Yeah. Like, if, if, if you're going to have it happen, that is the least excusable time when you just came out of a timeout. There is no reason for that to happen. And he was lined up on Kentucky's sideline. Yeah, I mean, in front of all the coaches. And, like, I mean, and, of course, everybody's been talking about it since the game. I mean, who? how does a coach not see that and call a timeout? Or how does a coach in the booth not see that when you've been sitting there for an entire timeout? I mean, come on, guys. But, anyway, it happens. Okay. Even at that point. How does I was, the safety not count the offensive players? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, that was their job in the back. Literally, their their job was to count players. When that when that touchdown happened, I gotta admit, and we were still up at what seven points at the, or six points at that yeah, time. Six points. I that is the first time when I thought when I had because up until that point, because I was actually texting you some. I think like I was texting different people and I was like, we're looking like a good football team. But when that touchdown happened, that was the first time I said. Because of where the score was, I looked at it and I was like, this is set up perfect for Kentucky to lose this game by one point. Yeah. And then it goes down. They score again on that same – it was the same play. Yeah. Um, I mean, almost the exact same play. It was just a difference of 65 yards and five yards. Out of a timeout, left him wide open again. And the first time, that guy that, – that, you know, it ended up being like a 62-yard touchdown. That guy didn't want to like – alerting anybody to the fact that he was so wide open. So he kind of waited until the ball was snapped and then was like, holy hell, I'm wide open. The one on the goal line, that kid was like waving to the quarterback four seconds before the snap. I mean, he's like, dude, don't fuck this up. I'm right here. And I hate it because you said it. Backup quarterbacks always give us a hard time. I don't think Del Rio is a good quarterback at all. And I don't think he played an exceptionally good game. No, he played but, like shit. He threw like a pick. But when you have two touchdowns, you throw to wide open receivers. I mean – Come on. Yeah. It, coming down that last drive, again, so, again, anger for the second time on that second touchdown. They take the lead by one. You said it, too. Our offense was phenomenal. That Charles Walker catch that got us in field goal range, 
when, when he made that catch, I was like, dude, we have a chance. And the Benny Snell run, and they said this on KSR today, and I thought they just – I thought Matt Jones said it perfect because it was the exact emotion I had. When he broke that run, there was like four to five seconds of just sheer, pure joy in my body. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a 25-yard field goal for – for McGinnis, like he he won't miss that for the game. Yeah. He will not miss that. And then immediately you see the flag come out. And you know, if you watch football at all on any level, you know what that flag was for. There was yeah. no question whatsoever. And I just and I agree with you, man. I, Nick Haynes, you could see he was destroyed over that holding call. But that he that never should have. And and a lot of people are making the argument that. That play could get called on every single play in every college football game every Saturday, and that's probably true. I, it was a pretty blatant hold. But that's what I was getting ready to say. But if you again, if you watch football at all, that was a hold. You yeah. can't argue that. So maybe maybe they do no, normally go and not get called, but it's still a hold. So I mean, yeah. you can't fault the referees for it. it no. Just that was the biggest. Go- I I can honestly say, and I, Joe was texting me after the game, and I, you know how he is anyway. But yeah. I said, dude, I honestly believe. I believe that game hurt me worse. Like, it just hurt worse than any game. And that includes the Wisconsin game in the Final Four. I don't know why. It just it, – because every – it was because everything leading up to that week. And, I, you know, you know I listen to KSR. I mean, I, I mean, I listen to it every day. Just the state of Kentucky was excited. Like, yeah. anywhere you went in town, like, everybody was just excited. It was like, man, this is the year we're going to beat four. Like, it was like everybody knew it. It just felt right. And then – Good by one point, man. I mean, it's still – it almost brings me to tears just to say it out loud. I mean, dude, it, God. And, and, and I said this, too, before the Florida game. If we lose to Florida, we could still have a spectacular – we could still have one of the best seasons UK's ever had. Yeah, we can have a great year. And, and I think we will. I still think I, – I think this team wins eight games minimum. I still believe that wholeheartedly. But, man, that – just the way that loss happened and what it took out of our fan base. I know that today KSR has somebody calling and say, how many people do you think will come to the game this weekend? It's Eastern Michigan at home, you know, here at home. And I was like, none. I can't, dude, I, I would not, I would be shocked if they have more than like 20,000 people there. Just because it's Eastern Michigan and coming off that loss, like I feel like everybody just needs like a timeout week, yeah. like a, all right, give give me like a week to just recover from this. The thing that's scaring thing. me about this, um, after a really tough loss like that, is uh, like I don't want them to be shell shocked, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, and 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 a lot of people were saying that before the game that this Eastern Michigan game is a kind of a trap game in a sense because you if you come out of Florida with a loss and you're just down about it. It's going to be easy for them to come in because Eastern Michigan is not terrible. I mean, they're yeah, not a they're good football, but they're not. They're 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 a decent football. Yeah, team. they're a decent team. So I, you know, they put out today we're fourteen point favorites. I think we'll get them. And, and honestly, I hope the football. Here's what I think that here's how this could go the best for not just for the team, for the fan base because this fan base wants this team. This fan base wants to rally around this team. You can yeah. feel it because we. I mean, we want to have that season where we're, we're a good team. I think they got to come out and beat Eastern Michigan by like fifty. I yeah. mean, dog stomp the shit out if of we, them. If we if we come if we can turn this loss into fuel, which is not easy to do. It's not. It's not especially easy. losing the way we did. It sounds easy to be like oh blah blah. blah. It's not easy to turn a, a heartbreaking loss like that into fuel. But if, if we if if the coaching staff and the and it's the players personally themselves too can whip this around into fuel 
and and just I mean just have an emotional let just, out just an emotional fuck you basically just yeah. a, you know, and here's another thing too I didn't really bring it up when we were going through the Florida game thing but I I really I mean I think Eddie Grant really pulled the reins back on Stephen Johnson in the in the late third and fourth quarters and I think that was a big part of the problem he did so well for us that whole game and you know. The coaching staff took the blame for it, and rightfully, I think they should. Honestly, yeah, they the really players should. played their dicks off for the entire game, and I mean, it was it came down to coaching mistakes that really cost us the game. But I, and this is why I said I think we need to beat Eastern Michigan by fifty points. I really think they just need to let Stephen Johnson go out there and just say, "Listen, bub, it's Eastern Michigan. You know, if you start playing like complete dog shit, we'll put Drew Barker in, but the reins are yours. You do you, and just we'll see how it goes." Because yeah. I honestly think he'd go out and run for two, and probably throw for four, and just. Destroy him, and, and, but I think that's what we need. That's we, it, yeah, that's all we we need. And I, I said like emotional release. It, it it's like uh, comparable to when you like if you get really pissed at home and you go out and hit a punching bag. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. the thing. We need to punching bag the shit out of Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I agree with you, man. To where like I mean, if you came off that field after like a, a thirty or you know or twenty four or thirty point win. And you're crying a little bit. I'm not gonna knock you because you were so pissed about the loss last week that yeah. you took it out there. Yeah, that shit happens all the time, man. Like I, I agree with you, man. It's what it's. That's gonna be the hardest thing to do is to to turn this loss around into and and really stoke that see, fire. See, I'm already I'm already getting excited again for this weekend, even though it's Eastern Michigan. I needed I needed to talk about the Florida game because I hadn't really talked about it. Yeah. I, I literally I did the same thing you did. I was with so I was watching with Rachel's boyfriend Jake and um I bet Hannah, that was fun. And Hannah's grandmother. Well he's a yeah, Louisville fan, you know, so that. yeah. He actually well so I thought he was going to kind of be dogging us the whole time. For one, he knows I'm a UK fan, so he's not just going to talk shit about him in front of me because that'd be stupid. But yeah. two, he's like I mean seriously dude like it helps us if you all win so that later in the season if we beat you all since we lost to Clemson like it gives us a better win in our book. That's true. So he's right. So I mean he was cheering for Kentucky the whole time. If but you still was, have athletics at that time. <laughs> yeah, they they may be gone. Uh we'll get back to that in a second. But I felt so bad cuz when that game was over like I literally I did the same thing you did, man. Like I I, I literally sat and just didn't speak for like 10 minutes and finally Mimi was like, "Well, I'm going to bed." And I got up and gave her a hug and I was like, "Night memes." And then we just went back to the campsite. Like, I didn't say anything for probably an hour. So, it's good to get that out today. Yeah. What about Louisville? I, see, hang on. You need to coach me up so on this I, one. I got to catch is, you up on this one a yeah, bit. Yeah, this is all dropping without me knowing anything about it. Yeah, so this is, this is you know, everybody knows about the, the hooker scandal and all that shit that was going on and laundering money and blah, 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 blah. This normal Louisville stuff, right? That was, <laughs> so, today it dropped out. The FBI arrested three assistant coaches, uh, Arizona, Auburn, and... UCLA maybe for um, they were paying off high school students to come to their schools. They were doing it through. So the original lawsuit was with James Gatto, which is like the if you've watched any of the documentaries on like high school AAU basketball, he's the AAU guy for Adidas. So he's the one that runs like all the Adidas deals and all that uh. stuff. So basically, these schools were flowing money. They were paying kids to come to their school through Adidas with the intent that when they made it to the NBA, they, they would sign with, with Adidas. Adidas. So three guys got arrested, but there's like nine schools and assistant coaches that got um, – actually, I think there's 11 that got cited or whatever you want to indicted. say. Indicted. They just haven't released the names yet. 
and but one of them is definitely Louisville and Louisville's assistant coach. And they even they even because of the dates they put in there, they know which kid it was that they were paying him. Ouch. So I mean, so they're saying. I mean, it looks bad anyway, right? Yeah. But like. I didn't think it would end up not, – not that it would end up being that big deal, but if they disarrest the assistant coach, it's kind of like, uh, whatever. But, dude, like Pat Forty, which I can't stand, but he came out first thing and was saying, like, Louisville needs a death penalty. And I guess basically what everybody's basis on that is, is really we've had scandal, 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 scandal. scandal. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point – he even said – Pat Forty even went as far as to say if the UCLA doesn't give Louisville the death penalty after all this, what fucking good is the NCAA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, unless there was like a, the the only thing I can see that would be non, like that would be, not the death penalty, but still a harsh enough thing is all like you know you lose all these, I, they always do like take away the wins and shit. People right. don't fucking forget that. Yeah, stupid. nobody cares about that. But uh, like just like a mass forced rec, uh, resigna- resignation. Yeah, resignation. Nation. Resignation. resignation. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I, whatever. Like a mass forced that resign yeah and to where like i'm not even talking about like the ad well that's it and that's what's so funny you bring that up so louisville's ad tom jurich he can honestly we've talked about it on here before i think he's probably the best ad in the country just in, the, in who he's brought in and the changes he's made probably one of the most corrupt also <laughs> and somehow through all this he's been able to keep clean through all of it and and to me, and I'm sure to other people, it looks super sketchy, but he's managed to pull it off. But they, when the media was going in their frenzy today and calling for Rick to retire or to resign and all that, they were throwing Tom Drush in there too and saying, because see, so the president of Louisville just got in there because of the sex yeah. scandal, right? So he's an interim, he's not even the president, he's an interim president. Yeah. So and they've got their academic problems too, Louisville does. And they don't have any money. I mean, the school is it's literally falling apart right in front. It's almost, it's getting to the point now, I can honestly say this, as bad as I hate Louisville, like, it doesn't even feel good to be like making fun of them because it's just like, beating an ultra dead horse like it's it's like beating a horse that was buried we dug it back up beat it and then buried it again and then now we've dug it up again it's like beating a dead horse that's also an old man <laughs> right i mean like yeah it just doesn't feel good at all and it and i don't want like you know my, i almost beat up a girl over louisville one time yeah. that's how much i hate them yeah i would never hit a girl uh but they, they do run their mouths a lot though oh, god damn it they run their mouths um but i don't want a, I don't want the school to fail because on the academic side, Louisville does a lot of good things. They do. Yeah. They're, they're a really prestigious uh, medical school, and they do a lot of other good things academically. Yep. Uh, so I don't want that to fail because a lot of good kids are going there. They're paying a lot of money to go to that school and get a good education. And a good that, – that degree looks good right. when you get out of there. Yep. So I don't want that to fail. I don't want the athletics to fail because – it makes the rivalry shit. Yeah, us, <laughs> us. Uh, I think we'll take on. Yeah, Kentucky is the Batman, and we need the Joker. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like that's a very yeah. good comparison to where like we there's the like the yin and the yang. Like you have to have that to because it's no fun. It's no fun. Batman's not a really good movie without Joker. Like it's just exactly. him and Robin riding around like yeah bullshitting if you in the Batmobile. The, if you I don't had know. the Dark Knight. If you had the Dark Knight without the Joker, it's just Batman just stealing a Chinese dude. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That That's movie's it. over. It's over. He it's steal- like a seven-minute movie. Yeah. He steals Done. him. He 
And, and no, that's really it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Christopher Nolan's like, yep, that's all we got, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <Sorry. laughs> Movie's over. So, God, that movie would suck. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Um, so like we, I don't want them to fail, but they're not helping themselves out God, either. It just keeps getting worse. Like every time, I mean, seriously, this whole summer, it's been something like every two or three weeks, something new with Louisville that. Yeah, and like yeah, it's baffling. You can't say anything. You can't say anything. Don't know what to fucking say because they won't. Sorry to cut you off. I I forgot to even tell you the best part about the Louisville part of this whole thing was uh, they have so they they were this is the FBI that did this case right. So I mean this isn't like female body inspectors. Yes, those guys. Okay. So this isn't like somebody just like the NCAA doing an investigation. This was the FBI doing an investigation, (laughs) which is why those guys got arrested. But they so they were wiretapping right. Yeah. So one of the one of the calls that they wiretapped was the assistant coach from Louisville telling this guy, "Hey, yeah, we're interested in this kid. Here's the money, uh, but keep this on the down, down, down low because we're still on probation." I mean, seriously, dude, like, what? And so this is kind of funny, too, but our mailman at work is a huge U.K. fan. But, you know, he works in Louisville, obviously. But he was telling me, because I didn't realize that this jived up, the date that that recording came out was the same day that – that Louisville was calling in, appealing the sanctions that they got from the sex scandal. Oh, my God. The same day. I mean, they just can't do right, man. They, they don't know how to be right. That's, I fucking, that's, you can't write that. You can't write, dude, that's, some, and I think Drew Franklin or somebody on KSR was saying that today, like, you could not possibly write a better script for a movie yeah. if, than what Louisville's done in the last six months. I need, we need, we need Scorsese to take this on. We do. It's a need. It's not, it's not yeah. a want. Except, not a, not a full, like, biopic, but, like, the, What's happening, and then he'll have to do his Scorsese thing, where like Matt Damon gets blown in the head or something, <laughs> right? Something yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, he's always, man, he's really good about killing actors that you're just like, oh, yeah, why? yeah. You're like, well, so traditionally in a movie, this drives me insane about watching movies with Hannah too. She's like, are they gonna die? And you're like, or like a TV show? And like, yeah, no, yeah, it's the right. main character. He's not gonna die. He would kill him off. He would kill him. <laughs> you know off what I mean? Quick. You're like, whoa, shit! I didn't see that yeah. coming. I love that shit. Um, so we need a fictional movie about a fictional college that has... That rhymes with shovel. And, uh, we can think of something better. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so the movie starts out with them winning a championship, all right? Yep, yep. And then immediately after that... It's, the year is approximately 2013, right? They're in and, in and around, yeah. In and around, yeah. Uh, so immediately after that, we start like kind of like a timeline montage a little bit, okay, just to kind of get you caught up to speed what's going on. Uh, so immediately after that, you cut to a hospital room where they're aborting a kid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and the, and the head coach is standing in the operating room. All right. I don't know, but this is fictional. That is so fucked up. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is fictional. Right. Purely yeah. fictional. And then, so then you cut to a restaurant that... And pres- you see a woman jump in a guy's lap and then jump right back out of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But they actually had sex. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then we'll just we'll just pick it up right when uh, they have the adult workers. So like, we're, like it, it comes to real time, like you're in a dorm room. Yeah. Present. It'll have the little watermark at the bottom, present day. And yeah. it's just the coach standing there. Or the assistant. It was probably the assistant. 
Andre McGee, or yeah. I, I would be his name would rhyme with we could just Sandry Tagee. No, no, we could just call him Marvin Stone because he's dead. <laughs> Marvin Stone. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then he's just like, "Hey, fellas, here's some bitches," and then they, <laughs> you know, and it's like, "Your pony next," or whatever the fuck. Hey, song little is pony. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the beginning of the movie. I'll let score. I'll let uh, Martin take over from there. See, this, this is this. You just brought up one of the biggest questions I have for the whole stripper uh, in the dorm room scandal. Was it a dorm room? I thought it was a hotel. No, no, no. They were doing it in the dorm rooms. <laughs> so the balls. Uh, but my my biggest question to this whole thing was: Were these strippers dancing to like Pony? Yeah. Or were they dancing to like? Rage Against the Machine, because I've seen both. You know what I mean? Like, there's. Yeah. I want to know what like I want to know what the mood was in the dorm room. You got your uh, rap hip hop strippers, and then you got your rocker strippers. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm gonna say rap hip hop. I'm thinking it was more of your rap hip hop strippers, and that's not saying. I'm just saying that young boys that play basketball are normally rap. They you like don't hip-hop. see a lot of dudes. Lace up for varsity basketball listening to fucking Metallica. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, it's just in general. Like the professor. You think the motherfucker listens to As I Lay Dying? No, I actually think he listens to like Cannon and D by Pachelbel before he. Uh, the fuck is that? It's like classical music. Like, oh, I feel okay. like that's what the professor listens to. He's like rocking some classical music while he's lacing up the shoes, crossing dudes up. Yep. You think he could take hot sauce? Dude, that'd be a matchup for the for the ages. Is Hot Sauce still alive? Yeah. I get, well, I don't know. The, I was thinking about the professor. He's definitely alive. because Professor still looks 15. He, and he's, he's a bulk, bowl cut. I told you about that. That weird yeah. European haircut shit he had going on. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, on the, uh, NBA they, 2K17. They started a high and tight and they, fuck, they just yeah, stopped. Just, yeah, just stopped and it was weird. Yeah. Um, if Hot Sauce is still alive, I want to see that. 1v1. I, I think that'd be an, a phenomenal matchup. Yeah. I think it would end in a fist fight. <laughs> honestly. Uh, it probably would, honestly. You're probably yeah. right. That would be awesome. We need to make that. And one, y'all need to get on that. You, yeah, need, get, you need to get on it anyways because your mixtape tour took a shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So let's get that going. Don't even make it a mixtape. Just a YouTube show. I'll watch it. Uh, The we, NFL happened this last weekend. We haven't talked about any of the motherfucking NFL because we haven't had the Goddamn nope. fucking computer working. Sorry, I'm nope. just gonna calm down. I'm nope. Like, uh, so, I'm just gonna dub this year the NFL. Uh, we'll just call it uh, Wounded Knee. <laughs> wounded Knee. The Wounded Knee season. Uh, but let's go over <clears throat> the scores and then we'll get to the Wounded Knees. Uh, so the Rams are apparently a subpar football team, and the 49ers uh, didn't roll over and die. 41-39. The Jaguars got really pissed off about getting beat in London, so they took it out on the Ravens, 44-7. The Bills surprised everybody, even themselves, and beat the Broncos. (laughs) The Bears surprised literally everyone and beat the Steelers some fucking how. Can we take a pause there and say that, just for a record, uh, my mother is a huge Steelers fan. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, but uh, that's funny. So... My mom's birthday was Sunday. Yeah. And so we, and Jody's birthday was on the 22nd. Hayden's on the 25th. So we usually all go out for dinner, you know, that weekend. Anyway, long story short. Yeah. We went to Roosters for dinner uh, at like three. And so uh, we were watching that game. So I got to watch that game with mom, and she 100% lost her mind when 
Chicago beat them. And I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, I don't even know how to express to you. Like, I, I, I literally cheer for every team Pittsburgh's playing because I, I hate Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're an easy team to hate because for a long time there, they were super motherfucking good. So, uh, Moving on, the Falcons uh, did the Falcons on the Lions. Although the Lions <laughs> didn't roll over and die. D- did you watch that game? No. Did you see the replays? So, this was a controversial game, too. So, Golden Tate caught a ball. Uh, they, I think they called it a touchdown originally, and they ended up overruling it. But it was as time expired. So, because it was as time expired, 10-second uh, no runoff. Afterward? Yep. That's Yeah, that's how they lost. It, it was a phenomenal game. That game was really, really good. Yeah, it was a really good football game. I'm sure Joe was losing his mind. but Yeah, he's probably pretty pissed about that one. He's probably still crying. After the, after the Florida game and then that and back-to-back. <sighs> yeah. Um, your Indianapolis Colts, actually my your Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Colts, are finally not the worst team in the league as they beat the worst team in the league, the Browns. Uh, God damn it, that game was close. I yeah, didn't I, watch it. It was close. I, we were watching that when I mean, that one was on too. Like it, that, that, I don't think they were ever down. So I mean, they they handled them, but I mean, it was just kind of back and forth. Yeah. I mean, it, Jacoby Brissett showed up though. Uh, he, had like a, he had two rushing touchdowns and a yep. passing touchdown. Good for yep, him. Yeah, he did show up. Uh, and then uh, I heard something today that – or I read something today that uh, Chuck Pagano seems kind of confident or pretty confident that uh, Andrew Luck might start practicing this week. I don't know, man. I, I mean, that's just practicing. He's still – Oh, yeah, he's, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, he's out for a while. This is a, a wash season for them anyways. The, the yeah, Vikings – uh, the Vikings beat the shit out of the Buccaneers, 34-17. Yeah, they look good. Texans defense tried and tried and came up short. Man, they had that game won. That was on the same time. We were watching all of them. I mean, I want to say I feel bad for the Texans, but, I mean, they kind of gave it to them, honestly, and Brady was Brady. So, I mean, just. And Chris Hogan was this thing that he's not. Yep. Well, he no, he was actually exactly what he was. He's a short white dude that. Tom Brady falls in love with and yeah. if you yeah if you're under five seven and Caucasian and you get signed with the Patriots you're you, gonna have a career you're going to be a wide receiver even if you're a yeah. damn offensive lineman yeah yeah you're, you're gonna get touches you are and you're, you're gonna score a lot and you're good you, you, so you should probably tell all your friends to draft you on their fantasy teams yeah, yeah. the Jets don't know how to tank. <laughs> you want the number one pick? You're supposed to lose every fucking game, you dumbass. Twenty to six over the Dolphins. Uh, which Eagles, which surprised me. I thought the Dolphins were going to be decent this year, but they have not looked good at all. The Dolphins have more problems than you can just kind of look on the outside and see. Yeah, they've just they got personnel issues. Their problems are they are the Dolphins. Yeah, <clears throat> they've just got personnel issues. They don't really have any stars on defense. You got Ndamukong Sue, but. I mean, he's, that's it. Yeah, he's up the middle, and he's he's a fucking he's a risk of he's a uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Suspension risk. Yeah, because he, he can't keep his damn cool. No, that's definitely true. Eagles Giants was a fucking great game. I see that one. I didn't see. That was a good game. I watched it. Eagles came out 27-24 off of a last second field goal. It was I, dope. I saw the field goal, but I didn't see the rest of the game. Field goal was dope. That game was great. Legarrette Blunt, motherfucking big dicked it up the middle. Yeah, I didn't see that either. He didn't get a he didn't get a touch last week, and they lost. And uh, they kept touch they kept uh, talking about it on the broadcast, and I thought it was really 
really neat of him to keep bringing it up. Every time he left the sideline and headed towards the field, the, it, it got a reaction out of the fans. <laughs> so that Philly fan base was like, put this motherfucker in the game. Yeah. Like, yeah I'll, I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, I mean, Philly fans will tell you exactly what they think, even if you don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saints beat the Panthers. I don't think the Panthers are very good. Uh, I don't either, man. I mean, you know, it was one of those teams. So, what, two years ago they went to the Super Bowl. Last year they sucked. So, this year I was kind of like, well, what's it going to be? We're going to get the good team or the bad team. And so far it's yeah. the shit team. I mean, it's a team. They're, they're a team with a lot of big, uh, big name players. But a lot there. of individual talent. But just, yeah, they just can't play. They can't. They got one of the best linebackers in the league, and they, and, and, the Saints put 34 on them. Yep. So, get it together, Panthers. Panthers. The Titans are a good team. Which, somehow. which I think a lot of people actually saw that coming. Out for one. I saw Marcus Mariota being good. I did not see them. I, I saw them having to outscore a lot of teams. I, and I, I still think that's gonna that's gonna end up being the case later in the season. But I thought the Titans and the Raiders both were gonna end up having good seasons. Speaking of the Titans, I had DeMar- Demarco Murray on my team. He sucked the first two weeks, so I had him on the bench this week, and then he runs for 20 points. Of course he does. Of course he does. Of course he does. The Bengals keep being those darling Bengals we all love. God, dude, they're, they're just, man. Hey, they went to overtime. Yeah, but that wasn't even a good – I mean, I was that one was front and center, and I mean, it just uh. – Yeah, yeah it's, I, don't, I don't know what to do with that sinking ship. Everybody jump saying, off, just jump yeah, off. Yeah, everybody it. keeps saying they want AJ McCarron in. He's not going to help them out. No, it's not going to do any good. But however, though, I will say, if you put AJ McCarron in and he does decent, which is just as good as what uh, Dalton's doing, trade Dalton and get something for him. I mean, you can yeah. build pieces around him. You so. really could if you could if you could if you could keep McCarron in as a game manager with with AJ Green throwing to AJ Green. Uh, you could trade Dalton off for whatever the fuck you're needing. They don't yeah. think they really need anything. That's the thing. I mean, what, it, just looking on paper at the roster, it'd be hard to sit down and say, hey, this is what we need because they've got pieces everywhere. They just yeah. they can't put it together. Dude, A.J. Green had – I don't know how he finished the game because I only watched like the first five, six minutes. But he in the first five, six minutes, he had two or three hellacious catches and had a touchdown. He finished with 111 and a tutty. Yeah, there you go. So that touchdown was in the first – Five minutes, but yeah, I mean, they just they just don't know how to win. That's a problem. They're they just can't win a game. Yeah, Chiefs got back to form, beating the Chargers twenty four ten. Redskins shocked me by holding the Raiders. I do the Raiders offense was god fucking awful. awful. Yeah, I, when With I woke David up and Carr, listen, all right, listen to these stat lines here. David Carr one eighteen, one tutty, two inter- interceptions. Marshawn Lynch eighteen yards. Everyone else did shit. Wow. Uh, who the fuck is that? I don't know. Yeah, Jared I, uh, Cook was your best receiver with forty-three yards. I, when I woke up and saw that score, because I wasn't watching that game, when I saw that score on the next day, I was shocked by that. I mean, I, clearly I would have picked Oakland to win the game, but even if they didn't win, I would have expected Carr and Marshall Lynch to, to do both something. to do something. Yeah, do I mean, something. that's that was embarrassing. And to Washington, which I, I think Washington's still undefeated now. So I mean, you know, maybe they do got a team all of a sudden. But if if when Washington plays Philly, I I might tune into that one. That'll be a good game. Yeah, that that should actually be a pretty good game. Uh, and then Dallas uh, rounded out the week, beating the Cardinals twenty eight seventeen. Uh, 
the one thing the Raiders did that really pissed me off is I made a trade for Amari Cooper and they didn't do fucking shit. Yeah. So look who I, I fucking look stupid. Who, who did you lose? Marsh. Uh, no. I would punch um, you right in the dick if you just said Marshawn Lynch. No. Uh, son of a bitch. Hang on. I will find it soon. Whenever still I looking, find it. Still looking. Here it is. Right, here we're up, 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 up. LaShawn McCoy. That's not a terrible trade. Yeah. No. I, I. Well, I lost LaShawn McCoy and Delaney Walker. I gave up Delaney Walker as the kind of like, the guy I was trading with, it was I was trading with Nick. Yeah. And he had uh, tied in, um, I can't fucking remember, but he, oh, Greg Olson. Yeah. He's, he's fucked for like six weeks. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I need a receiver. I got LaShawn that I don't really want, but I've got this tight end that he may need. Yeah. And Delaney Walker had double-digit games for two weeks, so I offered for, I offered first for uh, his, his top receiver, and he didn't go for that. And so then I, I was like, well, what about Cooper? And he went for that one, so I, I, I took it. Uh, Hell yeah. Let me find his. Uh, yeah, I tried to get Antonio Brown first. He didn't want to go with that. Yeah, I wouldn't make that trade either. <clears throat> hey, you got to give up the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give up the best receiver in the yeah, league for that's a tight a, end? That's how Arnie always ends up with shit teams. <laughs> give up, give up, give up. I fucking hate Arnie. I'm starting to hate Arnie more like every day. I don't more, know why. More and more, more. Every day. Uh, so there was that. All right. And then. Then the other big news in the NFL. The other big news in the NFL is the one that I honestly, you may have strong opinions on it. I'm just going to go on record saying now, I don't fucking care. Dude, amazingly enough. Now. If you remember, in one of our first couple episodes, we talked about this because it was when the Kaepernick shit was getting big. Oh, yeah. And we addressed this, and I feel the exact same way. And I, I, I can't say every single one because everybody's different, but I would be willing to bet 75% minimum of veterans would say the same thing. Yeah. We fight for the right for him to be able to do that. Unfortunately, that 75% doesn't have a goddamn Facebook. Yep, you're right. All well, uh, actually, fortunately, they don't have a Facebook because they don't give a shit about that kind of stuff, and that's the problem. And that's what that's what makes me the most mad about the the Kaepernick thing now is the majority of these guys that are kneeling now are kneeling because the other guys are doing it. They don't even know what the original purpose of it was for. Yeah. They, they may say they do, but it's just it's absurd, man. We're we're to this point, and I do. You could probably remember some times when we were in high school, even before I even got in the military, when like when people were talking on the national anthem or something, I'd lose my fucking mind yeah. because my dad was military, my grandfather was in the military, so I think that's super disrespectful to to talk during the national anthem or to just sit down. But so to take a knee, I mean, I, I do think it is, in a sense, disrespectful, but. But that's the right, yeah. you know. I mean, that that's and and if what makes me the worst part about all this, and I even said it when we were talking about it the first time, and it hasn't changed, is the attention doesn't go to fixing the inequalities that everybody's taking a knee for. The attention is just on taking a knee. Yeah. So nothing's fucking getting accomplished. Yeah, Not one thing is getting accomplished. It's just so it's infuriating, and it, and it, now it's driving the news. You know, after last night, I, that was that was the most business decision I think I've ever seen for the Cowboys to come out, take a knee together, 
than stand up for the national anthem. I mean, I liked it honestly. I, that was probably the best. Uh, that was the best thing that Jerry Jones could do to make everyone happy. I, I agree on his team. On his team, but it's not. But it wasn't just for his team. There, that was. I think that was also the NFL's last attempt to try to bring all the NFL together because they know it's a business. I mean, I, I really do think – I haven't watched a lot of NFL in the last two or three years, and it's just because I enjoy college football more. So, if, if I have to pick between Saturday or Sunday, because I'm not going to get both with a woman in my life, I'm going <laughs> to pick Saturday every time. That's just the way it is. So, but I think the, the NFL, honestly, I think they're actually going to start losing some viewers this season because of that stuff, right, wrong, or indifferent. But I think when it starts affecting – the, the players can act like they don't care or whatever, but when it starts affecting the NFL, which in turn starts affecting paychecks, which in, start, in turn starts affecting players getting their freaking money, then you're going to start seeing a difference. So I, I'm curious to see how this season plays out because I really do think a lot of people are going to stop watching the NFL. And it's – It's silly. I think it's silly. It's but, so dumb. It's so dumb. It's like – like I saw a thing on Facebook. You may even put it up. I can't remember, but it was talking about how like uh, – I think it may have been you, but like everybody's mad about taking a knee and disrespecting the flag. But like this guy had done like all the flag code and like what's disrespectful to the flag per the flag code, oh, yeah, I saw like that. I like putting flags that. on paper plates, yeah. you know, wearing t-shirts with half a flag on, like all that stuff. You're like having flags as merchandise, and I was like, you know, ninety percent of the population probably doesn't even realize that that's. A violation of the flag code, the actual yeah, what's the, written as yeah. flag code. So, I mean, in, in a sense, too, I think that's kind of old and outdated because, I mean, if having a flag on a T-shirt is, you know, a violation of a code, but that's how you get people to be patriotic about your country, I'll take that fucking T-shirt all day long. Yeah. I mean, if, if people actually get behind their country and support, you know, not just the troops, just support each other, man. That's what... Yeah. That's 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 the frustrating thing about all this. Just we're just so damn divided over everything. The thing that's frustrating is that we we keep taking knees, um, during the national anthem, and but but, like you said, no one knows why anymore. Then, it, like the reason Dr. Martin Luther King was so successful with his civil rights movement is because every time you said, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, I think I might have forgotten slightly what you were doing. He would fucking tell you. Yeah, exactly. Every time. Not just like kind of a one over, like yeah. in detail. Here's what every we're trying to do. Every chance he got, he was telling you exactly what he wanted. Yeah, I know. And I taking agree. a knee without saying a goddamn word doesn't get anything done. No, All it, it does is nothing. give you some rest and possibly a cramp. And you know, you know what kills me too is like it makes you wonder if Colin Kaepernick just took a knee. And then never came out afterwards in the press conference and said why he was taking. Oh no, he did. No, I know. I'm saying if he hadn't, what the media would have drummed up to make that about. There's no telling. Yeah, yeah. They they would have come up with something and spun it to however they needed that to be. Like, uh, I'm sure you saw during the Steelers game, uh, Villanueva or how you say his name? Yeah, Charlie. Charlie Villanueva. Well, not Charlie because he's he's a basketball player. Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah, Alejandro. He was a, he was a, I kept wanting to say the same thing. That's because he's a basketball (laughs) player. Um, Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? But there was an article that came out and he actually gave a press conference after the game and apologized for going out there and doing that because the way, like the way he said it, like when he actually told the story, they were all standing in the tunnel 
like right there and then made the decision kind of late to not come out of the tunnel for it. And he didn't really realize that and just kind of stepped out and stood at attention basically for the – and didn't realize that his team wasn't behind him. Yeah. So he kind of came out and apologized. was like, hey, we were trying to do this as a united front. And it blew up into this big thing now. And he's like, I'm, I'm being used as a, as a figurehead for something that I didn't want to be used for. And that's not how that was intended to be. Yeah. And he – like. You should go through and read his, his or watch his, his yeah, press I, conference. Yeah, I think I do need to watch that because, like he said, or like he said, he is being, uh, like the sacrificial lamb for the for the uh, for all the all the Trump supporters. Basically, is what it's, that's what it's turning into. Honestly, is, I mean, yeah. so it just, it, it, but he 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 said it in a lot better words, and I can't quote it word for word for what he said. But just, I thought it was really awesome of him to come out and say that and be like, hey. I mean, he basically said, hey, the media is spinning this however they want. Like, this is not what this was meant to be, you know, which I really appreciate it because the, the, the media is the root cause of 90% of these problems. I've, I've said this for – Ever. Well, since, well, no, not since forever, but since I've actually decided to give an opinion on it, the news is supposed to be boring. Yeah, and it's not, and that's what that's the problem. Yeah. They're creating stories. Yeah, the news is supposed to be boring. Here's my all right. You wanna? This is a raw. This is a raw take, and it's gonna hurt. Uh, not you. Yeah. But <laughs> here is why Colin Kaepernick took that knee. Because he wasn't the starter. I'd agree with that, and he wanted some attention. Yeah, he wasn't the starter anymore. He wasn't on the field on Sunday Night Football. He didn't get to say Colin Kaepernick. Utah? No, uh, no, he went to uh, Nevada. Nevada. He yep. didn't get to say that on Sunday Night Football anymore. Yep. So, Tag Huber wasn't coming to him, be like, where are our watches and we'll pay you this. I agree. So what does he do? He takes a knee. Afterwards, when they ask why, he says, oh, black people are getting shot. Yeah. Pretty easy yeah. thing to pick on because it yeah. was happening because at the time. Yeah, that was right when... Uh, yeah, that was right when a lot of, and I will say it, like I know there's the stats that say otherwise, but at the time, there was a string of... Uh, well, I don't even want to say a string, honestly. I think that's kind of misleading too, but but again, the media yeah. hand plucks whatever stories oh, yeah, they yeah, want, yeah. and, and so, what the, so what you see every day, it was, it was, it was a string of... Yeah, so what he does is he takes the hot topic, he uses it as his front, Next thing you know, he's on the cover of every magazine. He's on the cover of every website. Yep. He's the focal point of every Facebook post. I agree. Now, he may not be getting paid off of this, but he's getting the attention he wanted. He was getting the, He's getting the attention, and he's trying to get paid. When it all comes down to it, he's trying to get somebody to notice him and pick him up just for who he is at yep. some point. You know what I mean? And then I love um, – and there's two sides to this next – uh, thing, I love the uh, Colin Kaepernick is blacklisted from the NFL because he knelt during the this and he stood up for his rights and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then there's also, um, there's also the uh, Tim Tebow was blacklisted from the NFL because he knelt to for his faith and blah 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 and prayed during yeah. games. No, they got blacklisted because they fucking suck at football. Yeah. Yeah, when it all comes down to it, the NFL is a business. If those guys were phenomenal quarterbacks, they'd be on a team. Yeah. Now, I will say, I think I think Tebow kind of got shunned out of being a quarterback because they thought he would be a better tight end and people just stopped giving him opportunities. 
I, I think he could have been – I he would have been a great tight end, I think. He would have been a fantastic tight end. Quarterback, I mean, I, he could have made it a couple more years. I think he could have, and he kind of got shunned a little bit. Nope. But but when it all comes down to it, you're right. They were not ever going to be star, phenomenal quarterbacks. There's, so you can't build a team around them. Yeah. So a team's not going to take them, so then you're not in the league. I mean, yeah. it's that simple. It's that simple. Tim Tebow uh, had the slowest release time of any starting NFL quarterback ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever. Uh, and was breaking his own commandments by being too proud to admit that he's not a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, Walker said he would have been a phenomenal tight end. So he got blacklisted because he fucking sucked at quarterback. Colin Kaepernick got blacklisted because he threw a shit ton of interceptions. Yeah, and then we try to scramble and, tried and to couldn't scramble even do that. And got blasted because yeah. he got scouted. He had yep. one good year. They had one good year of film on him. So yeah, they figured and, him and out. then they figured him out, which it was pretty simple. He's going to scramble. He's going to find somebody open downfield. Fucking Davis is going to be open about 30 yards downfield. You're going to hit him coming across. Boom. And then all of a sudden teams were like, oh, this is pretty easy, yeah, actually. This is what people don't understand are – NFL defenses aren't these scrubs. They're really fucking good at what they do. Yeah. They find out what you're good at, and they take it away. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick was good at extending a play, so they took his head off. Yeah, so they took it away, and then all of a sudden he was what? Then he had to a stay shit in, quarterback. Yeah, he had to stay in the pocket and throw, and guess what? He can't. He's not very good <laughs> yeah, at it. He's not good at that. Although I did hear he threw out a first pitch at a uh, Giants game and clocked in at like 87. I think I heard that too. But he was a pitcher in high school, so. Yeah, and college. And college, yeah. He played so in Nevada. Maybe you should, uh maybe you should think that outlet because baseball doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it worked for Tim Tebow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I mean, speaking of that, I saw the greatest sign of all time. Of course, we all know the college game day signs are, are the great. best. Yeah, they're, they're, you give they're the, phenomenal. If, if you give a college kid a uh, uh, a poster board and a marker. They're going to give you gold. You give them, yeah, you give them a medium and a way for the rest of the world to see it, they're going to fucking produce. They're going to give you gold. So, uh, it was the SE, no? Was it the SEC Network or was it ESPN? Well, Anyways, yeah. Tim Tebow's on TV at a, it had to be Shouldn't ESPN. It's well, college game day. He, uh, was it game, is he on game day now? Because he was on well, ESPN I mean, or the well, SEC they Network. Well, guys sometimes. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyways, he's on a podium a panel with fans behind him. Right. All right. Whatever me, whatever channel Typical it was on. Game college game yeah. day. And it was just a sna- <laughs> it was just a snapshot, and it was so perfectly cropped that it was just his face staring at his at his co-host, and in behind, right behind his head, is this sign that just says, "Tim hit two two twenty six in single A." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That says it all. <laughs> That's a fucking. That is so painful for someone to yeah. point out. Oh, that's, I yeah. fucking love college game day posters. Dude, I, I, there have been some over the years that just literally. I mean, I've literally laughed so hard I've cried yeah. in the middle of watching college game day. I mean, I know. I wish they would highlight them. They never highlight them, man. Because most of them are borderline inappropriate. So ESPN, yeah. being the pussies they are, aren't gonna jump out on a limb and. You know, highlight something. Heaven forbid somebody have a sense of humor. Yeah, I know. Shit. ESPN's one of those things. They need to get back to their roots or they're going to roll over. I honestly think ESPN, I I think Disney should consider cutting ESPN. I think they should sell it. I I think they should sell it. Honestly, before they take a loss on it. I mean that 100%, dude, because I I refuse to watch SportsCenter. I think we were talking about this the other day, but it it is so bad now. I mean, it's literally like watching entertainment. I don't want that shit. Like I watched yeah. Sports Center to find out what the NFL scores were on Sunday, what what games are coming up on, you know, Monday, 
they don't do that shit anymore. I, it is, it's infuriating. Even like Mike and Mike was my source of, of morning entertainment because it was better than Sports Center, but they're getting just as bad. Did they just, get rid of them both? No, they're still on. They're get, they're splitting up and they're getting their own shows, but the I think it's like October 1st is their split up date or whatever. Which one's going to, on. like, is it going to be Mike at 6 a.m. and then and Mike at 8? <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> Probably that's probably well, how they'll they'll do it. and Mike on Mike Gullick. <laughs> well, that's what. So Greeny got his own show and didn't tell Gullick until like, like he literally just found out a couple weeks ago. What a dick move. Super dick move. And then so then, but they're giving Gullick and his son Gullick uh, a show. So like, they may keep the Mike and Mike moniker. I don't know why is is it Mike Gullick Jr. Yeah. Oh, have you not have you not cool. seen him on there? No. He's actually pretty good, man. He's yeah. I like him. Yeah. I, because he's he's kind of like Gullick, but he's younger, and he gives less shits. So I mean, he finds a way to like say it in a way that ESPN wouldn't knock him for. Yeah. But he, but it's definitely still yeah. kind of throws it out there. Love it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, he's no Skip Bayless who just uh, uh-huh. reads reads an article and says, "Well, I'll say the opposite because fuck it." Because <laughs> fuck it, yeah. I have no reason to fuck it. Yeah. It's like, oh god, I hate Skip Bayless. I, I hate Stephen A. I Skip hate Stephen Bayless. A. Smith. I, Stephen A. I'll be honest. When we were like in high school, I think is when he first started getting on ESPN. I've never liked Stephen A. Smith, and I liked him for like a year because I was like, oh, this guy's kind of different. I, I kind of like his different take on things, and then immediately I, was, I regretted that. I'm like, this guy just doesn't shut up, dude. I swear to God, for three straight years, he talked about. Kobe Bryant for three straight years. Yeah. Like, they'd be in the middle of the Super Bowl, and they'd be like, we're going to go to Stephen A., what do you think? And he'd be like, Kobe! Kobe Bryant should be in this game, and it's a travesty that he is not. He's That's horrible. so true. Yeah. He's horrible. Uh, Skip Bayless is horrible, but I don't think he's with Fox now. Yeah, he's with Fox. He's even Shannon sh- Sharp he's now. He's shitty with Fox. Yeah. Shannon Sharp's creeping up on shittiness. Yeah, you're right. Because he's hanging out with Skip Bayless. Bad Shannon decision Sharp there. Used to be really cool, man. I like him, but now yeah. he's hanging out with Skip, and I'm just like, dude, you're just you're just yep. you're a black Skip. Yep. You're yep. black Skip. I don't like it. Awful. Jim Rome might be the worst one of all time. Yeah, but he doesn't have a show anymore. I mean, thank well, he he's on somewhere, but it's not any of the big ones. Thank. Wait for it. God. God, the big man. I hate Jim Rome with yeah. every letter of that word. He's terrible. Like, his entire show, I get it. His show was called Jim Rome is Burning. He's supposed to be, like, bashing people or whatever. That's fucking fine. At least be creative. Because his bashing was like, Michael Phelps swam the 100-meter uh, breaststroke in, uh, you know, 43 seconds. Okay, call me when it's 41. Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. that's your fucking burn? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Nailed it, guy. Stupid. Yeah, he's We sucks. should just adopt European TV. That way they can just be like, uh, you know, they can just be like, Jose Batista hit a, a homer and bucket went far. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say so you could watch porn, but. No. I got the hub on my phone. I don't need it on TV. <laughs> you don't need it on TV, too. 65-inch mm-hmm. boobs would yeah, be kind of... Like, how much better would TV be if they were like, holy shit, he just hit that a mile. Yeah, if we could just <laughs> take the pacifier out of America's asshole and just be like, dude, people cuss, get over it. Maybe that's what we should do. If we start a video of some sort, maybe we should do like, you know, what's the uh, the theater show on Sci-Fi Channel? Uh, Mystery Science Theater? If we do that to like sports games. That'd be awesome. How maybe. fucking awesome would that be? We'll just dub cool. over sports games. We did. No, we'd get shut down for copyright shit. 
That's probably There's true. There's nothing stopping us from going to the game. That's true, and doing it from the game. From the game. I like it. I like it. Do we what if we? What if we? Like we didn't even go in the game, so that we didn't get. In, we didn't have like cameras with us or anything. We just did it from like the tailgate, and filmed the scoreboard. <laughs> filmed the scoreboard, the TV, and we just jumped over it. I think that'd be phenomenal. How did we know what was going on? I guess that's true. We'd only see the replays. <laughs> Touche. Fair enough. We could start. We could start local high school sports. God, that that may actually make it more fun. That'd be dope, wouldn't it? Because they like things happen. There's less defense. There's just less talent. Yeah. So like when big things happen, it's like big shit happens. Like we, I mean, we'd have to learn people's names. I'm not really nah. stoked about that. They got numbers. True. Like number seventy just fucking like Scott crushed Ca- that yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like Scott County snaps the ball to number eight. Number eight hands off to number twenty-four. Holy, Holy fuck! He got Holy knocked fuck. down. Forty-one annihilated that 41 guy. Forty-one knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> I like where this is headed. This this has some potential. Number 24's mom is pissed AF. <laughs> but she's hot. <laughs> but she is hot. Oh, man. She is not wearing a ring. <laughs> hey <laughs> Single mom alert. Oh. We did a... This is a good start back. We're actually... I think we're going to... Have we decided on that yet about dropping another episode? I think we week? should try to surprise... Well, it's obviously not a surprise. I think we should try to drop another episode. We, 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 we hate that we missed three weeks in a row... It was our fault. Technical difficulties. The the we were I was across the country, but now I think that we're back. We have new equipment. Man. We sound phenomenal. I hope everyone agrees. I hope we sound phenomenal. We, we should try to drop another one. Yeah, let's try and drop maybe another Thursday. One. Yeah, we'll record Thursday and we'll drop it Friday maybe. Friday. A, a, a weekend treat. A little weekend treat. It'd be nice. Yeah. Let's drop some mics. Now that drop we have some, mics, drop some. Oh, we can actually. Probably Real should, fucking. Probably mics. shouldn't actually drop the mic, but no, no, no I'm not gonna drop this. This is Papa, Mar- uh, so, Papa Martin's mic. You or me? You or me? Uh, shit, I had one. Now I done forgot it. You done lost it? Yeah. Done went up and lost it. I gotta remember it. what it was. It was kind of funny. I'm gonna say this. Here's my mic drop. All right. With all this bullshit going on in our country, with the we've talked about it. I feel like somebody's trying to just put us into a civil war. It's just, it's like white. It's like everything's just, it's white against black right now for no reason, man. Like, none. I want every, I want everybody listening, all forty-seven of you, to know. I don't care if you're white, <laughs> you're black, you're Mexican, you're short, you're tall, you got a dick or a vagina. I don't care. I love you. I love you. I'm, I'm thankful you're listening. If you need something, come ask us for it. We'll try to help you out. I got love for everybody. So I don't care if you take a knee. I'd prefer that you stand up. Like an American, put your hand over your heart and just be silent and be thankful for the minute and 15 seconds the National Anthem plays. I prefer that. That's what I prefer you do just because there's so many men and women that have, that are, and that will fight for our country. But you know what? We fight for your right to not do that. So if you choose not to, I'm fine with that too. But just know that we need to come together as a country and just love one another. I don't care how gay and hippie that sounds. Just love is what brings us together. So, if it's your love of beer, hell yeah. If it's your love of barbecuing on the weekend and watching yeah. football, hell yeah again. If it's your love of horse racing, if if it's all three of those things, we need to be friends. So, say, <laughs> shoot us a Kentucky. text. You probably live in Kentucky, and you probably live right down the road from us. But, yeah, thank you. Chris, it's your turn. Drop the mic. Uh, love is also a battlefield. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> it can be a fucking gruesome battlefield. I can't remember who sang that song, but... Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on that one, man. I thought I had one, man. It was something that happened to me 
recently, and it pissed me off. Was it you not being able to find the toll bag earlier? No, that <laughs> sucked. I felt like a tool. A tool. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hey, you know what? I'll just do this one. Uh, I've been cooking this one for a while. If you're an American manufacturer, and uh, and you order your parts from China, this is gonna be real short and sweet, and then we'll just cut it off. Turn it off. Yeah. If you're an American manufacturer and you order parts from China, you can go fuck yourself because I've been sifting through close to 40,000 parts from China because they just (laughs) won't do them right. And from what I heard on the phone call earlier, you had to label them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those were wrong. (laughs) They're failing out in the field. Uh... So... Get your shit together. Get is what your he's saying. shit together. There's American manufacturers. Yeah, it's gonna hike the price up, but that's what happens. Giving so, people jobs. Yeah, give people jobs. Maybe they get paid ten dollars an hour. It only raises the price of milk by a couple of pennies. Who fucking knows? Just stop buying from China. I hope it falls into the earth and dies. We could use the fresh air. Two billion people is not that much. Just kill them off. The the, the planet actually needs it. Yep. Uh, that's all we got for now. We will catch back with y'all later on this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Crack open a can of freedom with your friends. I cannot wait to crack open a can of freedom with my friend now that we're finally recording things. Doing things right. Doing big things. This was the Gentleman's Podcast. Thank you now.